So did you know, did you know Neville Goddard was an astrologer? He was actually very well known for the readings that he gave. And he, well, he even taught someone, right? He taught more than one person from what I can gather. But he even taught a lovely lady how to do it. And she continued to do it for many, many years. She continued to do it for many years after Neville quit, after Neville bought the Pearl. And he even talks about her in The Pearl of Great Price. But I mention this because a lot of people don't know Neville Goddard was an astrologer. And this is really important. Because when it comes to belief change, when it comes to about what you believe and when it comes to your power, you see, you can't put power into a rock. See, I've heard people say, you know, if you believe in the numbers, that they then they have power. If you believe in the rocks, then they have power. If you believe that your husband can hold you back, then he can. <laughs> no, he can't. I'm sorry. You've got to draw the line in the sand because Neville says that you are the power and you are the operant power. The power doesn't operate itself. I've never seen a marble order a pizza. Right? And it, just to be blunt, you know, I've never seen a marble order a pizza. <laughs> Much less a rock in the sky determine what's for dinner. Concepts. God damn, they're the same thing. Maybe you notice that. Concepts. <laughs> you know? Neville says your concept of self. See, your self-concept determines everything. Besides that, I mean, people have all these weird concepts. <laughs> like stinking thinking, poverty consciousness. You have to move out of poverty consciousness into... Well, let's talk about the subconscious. Neville mentioned it once or twice, then he stopped. Because what, what, what he discovered is probably what I discovered, which is this... Well, really, probably what he discovered is what I discovered. It carries a lot of baggage. Certain words just, I mean, they mean just about anything than, other than anything that's useful. I mean, there are imaginings that you're not aware of. But that doesn't mean you have subconscious belief systems that block your... You see, you can assert that there are subconscious belief systems that need to be carefully dismantled, considered. They're, you can do all that but you're just playing in the sand versus building skyscrapers. Because doing all that's just a total waste of time. You know, Neville says, you know, look, here's, what's your desire? What are you hunger for? I love the word hunger. What do you notice that you're hungry for? Get out of your head. What do you hunger for? You hunger for a relationship? You hunger for wealth? You hunger for a trip to Jamaica? What Jamaica that? Maybe you'll see my friend Jamaica there. But when you notice your actual hungers, you can actually imagine what implies those hungers are fulfilled to the point where they feel natural. You don't need to deal with deep hidden beliefs. You don't need to deal with rocks in the sky. You don't need to chart everything out to determine whether or not it's auspicious. You determine if it's auspicious. See, in the Pearl of Great Price, I gotta tell you, no one was talking about that before we started. 
Because I noticed people were saying, well, you know, I'm, I believe in Neville. I believe imagining creates reality. I believe, I believe. Except for, except for, and I'm adding in affirmations, just in case, just in case. You see, when I bought the pearl, when I acknowledged the circumstances in my life are 100% dictated by me, my imaginal act. You see, imaginal experience leads. Imaginal experience gives you your physical experience. There are no exceptions to that. There are some people that listen to this podcast day in and day out, and they get gold. They've got a state that gives them gold from this. Some people listen to this from day in and day out, and they get gold, and they share it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Some people listen to this podcast day in and day out, and I'll listen to him. <laughs> I'll disagree with him, even though I'm not getting the results that he gets, even though I'm not having anywhere near the fun that he's having. I'll disagree, because all my life I've been a disagreer. You get that, state? I agree with you except for. <laughs> That's a state. Do you really want to give life to that? Are you going to wait to drop it till the full moon's in Uranus? Or Neptune, wherever the full moon goes? Or are you going to go right? You know what? I'm tired of being the one who argues. I'm tired of being the one who argues for my limitations, especially, for God's sake. It's one thing to argue for your limiting factors. Well, I was born, you know, two pound, four ounces, and a month of Aries, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I was. I was born in Aries. I was born three months early, two pound, four ounces. I could argue for all kinds of limitations. All right, Why? Why waste any time? See, some people are argumentative. Some people have these lovely, spontaneous utterances. Yum, wow, boom. They get through life just having lots of yum, wow, boom moments. Some people sit back and argue. It's defensive. It's safe-seeming. It's safe from life. <laughs> no, it ain't. Doing violence to your desires, we explored that in Dream Driven Day two weeks ago. By the way, that is an awesome lecture. One greater than John. We explore the ramifications and how you people in Triple D do that. So they stop. If you haven't read it, One Greater Than John. Like If I had to give you a list of my favorite Neville Goddard lectures, they would include Creation Faith, One Greater Than John. Uh, the Pearl of Great Price which is what we're talking about today. Neville says you cannot hold on to one other thing in case this doesn't work. In other words, you can't hold on to your rocks, your mood music, your 432 megahertz something. Oh, megahertz, it really hurts. You don't. You can't hold on to any of that. In case it doesn't work, I'm going to stack the deck, Mr. 20. I'm going to do affirmations all day long. I'm going to do four-hour-long feel-it-real sessions for my big wish, you know, the lottery win. All right. You see, I'd rather you discover that you create wealth. Neville didn't win the lottery, neither did his brother. But guess what? Every day he won the lottery. And every day he so did his brother. And their family empire keeps growing. They're all dead. It's the next generation now. The Goddards manifest like crazy, I am told. Meanwhile. Some of y'all are going to get on that tangent. Let's study the Goddards. No, why don't you just do what Neville taught? Why don't you do what we teach? Quit adding things in. God, we had a lady in the group the other week. She talked about how much 
She gave like seven different criteria you have to put in first before you can imagine lovingly for someone. Before you can imagine lovingly for yourself. Seven different things. And this is therapeutic NLP diagnostic criteria. So here's the problem I have with NLP nowadays. NLP has gone either totally off the rails. In other words, yeah, hey, let's use it to pick up chicks and manipulate people. Or it's gone, well, we must justify ourselves in the therapeutic community. So we will talk and sound like doctors. And we will complicate things to the point where it just doesn't matter. See, I'm going to mention some areas where you can get lost. NLP, you can get lost there. You know, I love it. I learned old school NLP and I used it to take apart what Neville does. And I use it to explore the states of excellence. And to demolish shit. But that's beside the point today. But it's a tool in my toolbox. It comes from the states that I live in. And here's the thing. Until you nail the state of your wish fulfilled. Until you get that you're the operant power as well as the power. You're going to chase things that don't matter. <laughs> but on the other hand, I notice. Who I am, how this works. I notice when you have your wins, what you're doing. Even if you don't notice, I want you to notice what actually is giving you the win. And that's imaginal experience. Because if it was stray thoughts, all your stray thoughts would come true. If it was words, man, you'd have to be real careful what you say, don't say, what you heard them say, what you think you heard them say. You'd have to edit everything. Editing is not a way of life. Editing is hell. Editing is something that you do. You see, when you write a book, you write, then you edit. But here's the thing. You'll notice when Neville talks about the four mighty ones, right? there's no editor in there. There's a producer, there's an author, there's a director, there's an actor, but there's no editor. There's a reason why. Uh, if you want to learn about the four mighty ones, go to feelitrealfun.com. We've got a playlist on them. Lots of swearing, lots of caring. But this is where we're going to close things tonight. It all drills down to, let's say, two things today. One, imaginal experience leads physical experience. And two, you're the power and the operant power. A marble doesn't have imaginal experience that has it order up a pizza. You can do that. A marble can't. You can even imagine what a marble is and a pizza is. You can imagine having marbles on your pizza. I wouldn't suggest it. But some people will go that route. I want you to be free. I want you to have fun. I want you to join us in manifestingmasterycourse.com. It is time for the crass commercial, the transfermercial. I think Rob Big said that too. He's clever. I want you to have endless wins. 15 to 25 minutes a day is what it takes. It's a $97 program. If you amortize the cost over 90 days, it's the price of half a donut. Go read the success stories. There's a couple hundred on freenevel.com. We've got a couple hundred more earmarked in the success stories on Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard. We've got heaps and hundreds and hundreds and heaps more. I just started marking them down this year, right? Just pointing them out, putting them in a category. Facebook allowed us to do that, so I started doing it this year. Not even a year ago. Not even to all of them. I just want you to win. By the way, the success stories will not convince you. There's only one way to convince you. I love this one. Ready? Here's one more. I'll believe, Mr. 20, I will believe when I read someone else did what I want to do. You see, I had PTSD back in 1989. I imagined a different way of life than having flashbacks and night terrors, right, and wanting to shoot people with my gun. I imagined up a very different life, and I've got it now. 
I've imagined a life that's cured me of a whole bunch of diagnosed and undiagnosed. And what doctors say, oh, you couldn't have had that. That must have been misdiagnosed. That's impossible to cure. Yeah, thanks for letting me know now. Because it doesn't matter, does it? You see, I've imagined a life that moved me around the world, happy as a clam, doing stuff that I love every day. Anyway, manifestingmasterycourse.com, right? And four, those who share the show share their lives with us. Most MM members write us once every seven days. We write back. It's a lot of fun. Don't send us a book. I won't send you a book. I won't read it, <laughs> right? <laughs> send us something real, something short, something sweet about you, your experience. We'll write back. If you've got a question, we'll answer it. Maybe that's why we've got so many success stories. <laughs> real people, real results. That's it. Have a lovely day. See ya.